You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode four. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Sorry I missed last week. Uh, my intention is to record ahead of time, so I'm always posting on time, but Last week, it just didn't happen. Still trying to figure out this new mom life, but I'm hoping moving forward, I can be a little bit more consistent with my podcast uploads. So today, I'm going to talk about something very common in the esthetician community, especially with estheticians that are new, especially when they want to learn a new skill like acne, sugaring, hair removal, any of these things, makeup, Working for free. So I'm going to talk about why I think it's okay to work for free and when I would recommend working for free and when I would recommend not working for free and when I worked for free in my own journey. How many times can I say working for free? I don't know. Um, But I think it's an important topic because it's an expensive thing to do to work for free. So you want to be very mindful about it. So you're not giving away what you really could be getting paid for, if that makes sense. Before we dive into that, quick word from our sponsor. As a new esthetician, or maybe if you're a new business owner that's an esthetician, you may be considering working for free to gain experience or knowledge in a topic that you may have not yet mastered or you're still trying to learn. Very common. I see it a lot in the Facebook groups I'm in and I talk to other estheticians as they were trying to expand what they offer to their clients. Super common. However, you need to be careful because you can create an expectation of people getting free services or free things and then they aren't really willing to pay for your time and expertise. So I did work for free. Um, at the beginning of my esthetician career, but it's important to have guidelines so people don't take advantage of you and you really make it worth your time, which I think is an important key in this. If you're a brand new esthetician or you're currently in esthetician school, I would not call it working for free. I'd call it practicing because that's what you really are doing. So practice, 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 practice. That is what you need to be focusing on. When I was in school, If you know, if you're in school or if you've already been in school, you know that getting your hours sometimes the days are very long because you may not have a lot of people coming in from, you know, the public to get services and people sit around a lot in view school. It's just a common thing. So during that time, you need to be practicing. It's hard when it comes to hair removal because when people's hair has been removed, it's not like you can remove it again. But basically all other services, makeup, if you do hair, hair styling, facials, facial massage, 
all those things you can practice over and over again, usually on willing participants. So that is what you need to be taking advantage of while you have those hours. I called in favors from everyone I knew. Come on down to get a facial. I even would pay the fee personally if they didn't want to pay the like the $20 to get a facial at school. I worked, I did makeup on the girls every single day in school to the point that people would be really sick. Like, I don't want my makeup to be done today. And I was like, please, and I'll wash your face after and give you a great massage because I was just so motivated to learn. So if you're in school, that is what you're doing. You're practicing and you are not technically working for free because you don't have your license yet. When I was in school, I also learned makeup by shadowing and assisting my friend who's who had her own hair and makeup bridal business. And every single job she went on that I wasn't in school, I would go and I would watch and assist and then I'd ask questions afterwards. So maybe I would do the eyeshadow or do the powder or do the blush or do, you know, the eyelashes. And I didn't get paid a cent. I had to use all my own makeup. And I was, you know, very early mornings, driving my car, taking my kit, all those things. Once I got licensed, though, I was getting paid. And that was our agreement, that I would shadow and learn from her so she could teach me and make sure I, I had the skills that she needed. And then she would hire me once I became a licensed esthetician, which is what a requirement for her and her business, that she'd only hire people who were licensed. Um, in California, you don't have to be licensed to be a makeup artist, but that was just how she did it. Also, when I first graduated, I worked for a woman who I mentioned in my first episode, if you want to go back and listen to my story, and I shadowed her as well for a few weeks before I started working, so watched her do extractions, watched her, you know, do everything she needs to do. Now, we had a a deal where I was a contractor for her as well, which I would not recommend, and if you're interested, I can go into more detail tell about that. So I wasn't an employee. Normally, if you're an employee, you're going to be trained and be paid while you're getting trained. But if you have the opportunity to sit in with someone who is an esthetician that is performing facials, doing extractions, seeing how they interact with their clients, how they start services, how they end services, that is very valuable. Again, I wasn't doing any of the services. I was purely watching. But, you know, you could count that as working, right? It was my time. It was my energy. You know, I was talking to clients, things like that. So those are the times that I I spent a lot of time working but not making any money. My biggest piece about advice about this is if you already are a business owner, if you already have your own space, you're paying rent, you're paying for all your supplies, do not work for free. I will repeat that. Do not work for free. You are literally me throwing money away. Your costs are too high. Unless you have like an insane rent deal where you're paying, you know, $100 a month or something virtually free and you have lots and lots of products and just not enough people to, you know, that would be interested to learn. I just do not do it. It is going to set a bad precedent. People are going to always expect to get free services. You are already a business owner. You're not a new esthetician learning. You are a working esthetician. So do not work for free. What I'd recommend doing instead is if you had clients that from you doing other services, let's say you were doing lashes and you're learning acne or you're doing acne and you're learning lashes, make sure you really know which clients you want to maybe potentially give a discount to. And you'd explain to them, hey, this is just a discount for this thing as I'm you know, learning a different skill set. Um, I wouldn't even say learning. I would say 
practicing or, um, you know, growing my knowledge. And it would be a very clear cut, like there's this many services you're going to get at this discounted price. This is between you and I, um, even you could put it in writing, not that you could, it's not like a legal document, but just so it's so, so clear to them. Like you, in an email, you just go over what exactly it is and then what you expect from them to continue to get the discount. So if you um, give them a big discount on their services or their products and you know, they need to continue to use the products and do the services to see results that if they just buy all the products and then don't come back for services, it's over. They don't get to then change their mind in two months and say, actually, now I want to get services. No, 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 no. They have to follow the exact protocol that you require. Or for lashes, let's say you give a discount on their lashes. They need to be washing those lashes and doing everything you require them to do to keep those lashes healthy and strong. So you can really see your technique and see where you need to improve. Cause if they, you know, you put a bunch of lashes on them and they go home and they don't take care of them, you really aren't going to get a good measure on how you can improve your craft. So that'd be the only time if you already a business owner that I would work for free or a discount. Unless the one time I've worked for free besides that is a donation to a charity. So people, sometimes clients have approached me and said, Hey, there's this fundraiser, a silent auction. Can I, we will, are you willing to donate your time to, for the auction? And so I go, yeah, I'll donate a facial. And then of course that was a free service, but that's not an, a regular everyday thing that I would do. So that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, you can work for free at a discount, but just be very careful and very clear Also, I didn't forget to mention, I don't really recommend it being working for free for friends or family, unless you're still in the practicing, you're still not an esthetician stage of your career. If you already have an established business, it can just get very messy and the friendship or family lines blur and people maybe aren't going to take you as seriously because they don't see you the same way maybe your clients do. I definitely have had some incredible friends that have also become incredible clients, but that has not been my experience as a whole. And so I definitely keep that in mind. They probably aren't going to follow your instructions as clearly and not take you as seriously and then continue to expect discounts and it can just kind of get messy. So if you are going to be working at a discount or free, work on people who are not your family or friends. That's definitely my last piece of advice. So if you're enjoying this episode, please give me um, a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. I would really, really appreciate it. Tell your friends and come back next week, same time, same place, hopefully (laughs) for another episode. Thanks for listening. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, 
client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.